0: Welcome to Grow Up. Insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. Hello and welcome to the Grow Up podcast. My name is Jason Parkinson. And I am Mark Hammer. And today we're going to be talking about how you can become the go-to subject matter expert in your industry. I tell you, everybody's talking about this thought leadership thing that has been tossed around I mean, for the last 10 years. It's a it, fun buzzword. It's a great buzzword. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we got to figure out how do you do that? How do you position yourself and your company as the leader, the expert in the industry that you're in so that you can attract the right people and leads you know, into your organization? Right. We're going to talk about what it actually looks like right after the break. Grow up is a service of one fire. Growing your business doesn't have to be hard. Partnering with OneFire on the strategy, technology, and services that your company needs to succeed is easier than you may think. Learn more and get started today at OneFire.com. That's O-N-E-F-I-R-E.com. Welcome back. We're talking about being a subject matter expert in your industry and how you can do that with really very little effort on your part. It just takes time and strategy.
1: Yeah. And, and what we all have the most of is free time. So <laughs> right, right. understandably, yeah, we'll give you these tips and then you'll go apply them with your 40 free hours a week. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's also why organizations <laughs> like us here at OneFire exist, right? Like we were kind of born out of this need that people have to get the things done, but they don't have the time to, to get them done. So
1: yeah, you won't be surprised to hear that many people that need to be uh, seen as SMEs in their industry are also... Uh, Either the principal owners of the business, mm-hmm. they're the CEO, the engineers. They're yeah, they they are people that have days that are already packed, yes. and so the idea of taking some of these tactical actions to demonstrate this expertise is completely overwhelming. And that's where we are. We and and other agencies are really able to
0: come in and and be helpful. Yeah. So let me just start by saying this: What do we mean by a subject matter expert?
1: So a subject matter expert is a fancy way of saying an expert. Someone who knows the most about a particular subject. Okay. So it's really as the name sounds. So for example, one area where this is very important I feel is in cybersecurity in mm. for IT companies. Okay. So if you are going to trust an IT company to Handle your disaster recovery in the mm-hmm. event of a data breach, yeah. or you're going to trust an IT company to secure your data in the first place. HIPAA and make compliance, sure, yeah, any of those that nuances this yeah. really technical, uh, technical undertaking with oftentimes very harsh penalties. Hmm. You need to know that the person at the helm is an expert in that field. Yeah, in the same way that if I go to a doctor and I need A heart transplant Mm -hmm. If I talk to that doctor And the doctor says Well like I've heard of the heart It's in It's in the thigh (laughs) Right But I love the foot Yeah I'll be very Very disturbed by that Because (laughs) I need to know The person doing The heart transplant Is the guy Who does heart transplants
0: Yeah Yeah, no, that's that's very valuable information. And so when you think back to this buzzword of thought leadership, it kind of ties in this idea of if you can position yourself and your company as the go to expert in your field. Or potentially you've got a field where you're not looking to be so broad. You're trying to be the go to expert in a certain region. Like there's ways that you can do that strategies you can put in place to try and and establish that expertise so that people do have the trust that you know what you're doing. You can command a higher dollar value for your services. Right. You can also close more leads easier. And you can set yourself up so that you're not always looking for that next project or looking for that next customer, but they're actually finding you based on their own research.
1: Yeah. And uh, and one way that we that we do this for other companies is really through
0: a, a comprehensive content marketing strategy. Yeah. Inbound marketing, content marketing. It's this idea of making sure that you're producing the right content so that people find it in their time of need and they can do their own research, come to their own conclusions on, you know, the fact that you're the right person for the job.
1: Yeah. And when you create a quality, compelling content that really answers people's questions and digs into complicated subject matter, you can reuse that kind of content everywhere it can be on your website. So people that land there can discover that, Oh, like, does this person know about this complicated procedure Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. task? Oh yes, they do. Here's a pillar page that exhaustively outlines all the ways in which this company handles that kind of thing. Uh, it's handling some social media assets, maybe a LinkedIn page, maybe sharing some articles that we've selected. that pertain to your industry to show that not only do you personally do this day in and day out, but you're educating yourself, you're reading, you're making sure that you're staying up to date on all the trends.
0: And I think this is important. You mentioned in like cybersecurity industries, IT. I think this is important in in uh, insurance. This is important in healthcare. I think most industries that you know, that do business, want to be an expert in their industry, want to be the top of their game. I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and says, oh, we're going to go be third best. Right. Today. You right. Know? Exactly. But it's how do you do that in a way where you're going to gain the trust of your, you know, of your your potential, you know, customers and clients?
1: Yeah. Well, one thing that I really like, too, I really like video series that focus on uh, asking the expert or being able to Mm. put that principle in front of the camera and give them the ability to answer questions directly. One, it puts a face to the company. That's something that from a branding standpoint, you want to make sure that if I think about your company, I know who the expert is that is running the show. And they really imbues everyone else in that organization with additional credibility, knowing that they're somewhat connected to that person. Yeah. So it's a great way. I I think it's a multifaceted approach. I think you use social media. I think you use content marketing, inbound marketing. And I think you use video to convey that, yes, I have the answers and I'm willing to put myself out there and do a little bit of personal branding to get the point across.
0: Sure. So let's break this down. When we say content marketing, like one of the big drivers of that are things like blog posts. Mm -hmm. Right. So let me ask this question, Mark. If I want to be a subject matter expert in my industry, like what's the cadence? How often am I supposed to be creating content to to push out to people? Uh, You personally have to blog 12 times a week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Twelve times a day. No. Yes, that no. is how un, unexpert-like <laughs> I am. <laughs> Lots of catching up to do.
1: No, and in all in all seriousness, uh, the burden of writing can be great, and so mm. I would say uh, it can be anywhere from one post a week to two posts a month. You can get away with one post a month, uh, provided that they. Do cover in-depth topics, and you're able to release them consistently. Sure. What you don't want to do is release one thing one month, and then seven la- or seven months later, yeah. release another one. Right. So it, it makes it look like you, as the expert, is not are not particularly plugged in. Yeah. And so, to me, uh, the cadence is important in and of itself. There needs to be establish a cadence. it, and then stick with it. Yes, right? there needs yeah. to just be a cadence. And again, the idea that someone who is working as a surgeon, for example, is going to have a lot of free time to write or the abilities to write is is really not realistic. And so this is an area where bringing in the right third party can make all the difference.
0: Yeah. Have somebody ghost write something, get get the surgeon to kind of sign off on it or whatever that looks
1: like. Get only the input needed and then let that person go back to what they do best.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the other thing to think about is the cadence is probably different depending on the industry you're in, depending on where your website currently ranks and where you'd like it to rank. Yeah. Where like all of those different factors play into this. And there's also this idea of creating a library of content versus creating a publication when it comes to thought leadership. Yes. And so the library of content, you know, for example, if you're in the insurance industry and you've got, you know, a lot of uh, content that's established, you may not have something new to to say every week. But in IT, in technology, cybersecurity, there are new threats, new things coming out multiple times a week. So maybe the cadence is a little bit higher in those types of industries. Yeah.
1: And in that situation, you want to have a plan to where you can respond almost in real time. So whatever third party you're using or whatever internal resource you're using, you need to have a system ready to go so that when there is a new data threat or cybersecurity threat, that subject matter expert is able to be the first word on it. Yeah. And so that is is a matter of great timeliness and Mm -hmm. whether that's done with some kind of automation or whether that's Mm -hmm. done with some kind of alert system or newsletter, you want to figure out a way to make sure that your subject matter expert gets to be the person who, who has the word on whatever it is that's going on.
0: Yeah, that's important, and I think it's okay to do a content calendar in advance of planned content that's coming up. But it's also important to make sure you leave that availability and leave that structure in place enough that you can pivot, just so that you know on a on a you know on a dime you're able to kind of change direction and and go with what you know what's maybe being searched or talked about in the news or any of those types of things.
1: Right, and again. I know I'm reiterating this point over and over, but the bandwidth of that person is not going to allow for them to step away from the important work they're doing to send that newsletter. So that can be done any number of ways. It can be done with Mm -hmm. multiple people. It can be done with the right architecture and automation, but there needs to be something that doesn't demand that that person work additional hours to establish their own subject matter expertise
0: yeah the ghostwriting concept i think is incredibly important and then the other thing to think about there's a lot of ways you can get copy written now right Mm -hmm. you can go you go to fiverr you can use some freelance writer from india to write the content the challenge with that is that they are not a subject matter expert themselves and they
1: may not sound like it
0: they may not sound like it and you may get garbage back if you're, you know, inputting garbage into them. So it's just something to think about. This is not one of those things that it's easy to just outsource to anybody. It takes building a relationship, understanding your company, having a strategy, and then making sure that you've got kind of a reliable resource that you can go to all the time to create that content if you don't have the internal bandwidth yourself for somebody who intimately knows knows your company and your business. Right.
1: It's going to take a bit of knowledge transfer from that SME to... To a trusted uh, copywriting confidant to be able to translate what the SME wants to say and is going to be comfortable putting their name on that. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty scary thought. To have a bunch of personal branding out there that says, hey, Mark Hemmer is the subject matter in. <laughs> a nothing is what Mark Hemmer yeah. is.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> in marketing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It would be pretty it'd be pretty nerve wracking if I'm the subject matter expert on, you know, uh, eating pretzels. S- and- skateboarding. Yeah. And then it turns out that all of the advice on how to, how and when and how best to eat pretzels is wrong. Then I'm going to yeah. look like a total buffoon in the pretzel <laughs> eating community. And so it's very important yep. to make sure that you have the buy in of that SME with whatever company you're working with or whatever Mm -hmm. internal resource you've tapped for this because you want to make sure that they're comfortable with the fact that they're going to serve as a face of your company.
0: Yeah. And it's okay. You can write content and just post it from your own company. Right. It can come from X, Y, Z staff or, you know, whoever. But there's real power in leveraging the talent that you've already paid to acquire that's working in your business. Make them the face of the organization. They are the experts. They're going to have the relationship with the customer or potentially, like, how do you get that done in such a way where, you know, you can make sure they're the byline on the article so that you're positioning them as the expert and the trustworthy, you know, resource. And on top of that, you've got to make sure that, you know, they're comfortable with it and they have just a little bit of time to at least give a little bit of direction or provide some feedback just to confirm that it is, you know, indeed a piece of expertise. Yes, yes. So, okay. how long do these posts need to be? if we stay in this cadence of blogging, am I talking? Do I need to write a five thousand word essay, or is this uh you know something shorter like what What do I need to do to to position myself as an expert?
1: This is certainly going to vary uh, depending on your industry and depending on the subject that you're writing about, but it can be anywhere from you know three hundred words uh, to to five thousand if you have the time to put that together I mean sure. depending on how Uh, Into the details you'd like to get Uh, going back to our cybersecurity example. If you're talking about a recent data threat, you're not going to need 5000 words to explain. Right. Here's what the breach is called or here's the nature of this phishing attack. Mm -hmm. You may need 200 to 500 words to do that. Sure. If you want to write the authoritative post on uh, HIPAA compliance.
0: The definitive way to protect yourself against. HIPAA violations in your healthcare practice.
1: Yes. That may be a 5,000 word yeah. or more. In depth. Uh, yeah. piece. Lots of
0: research, charts, graphs, all that. Right. Yeah, right. I understand. So it's really case dependent. So in the social media world, then Mark, you know, a lot of people are on LinkedIn, especially people that want to be subject matter experts. They put themselves out there. Yeah. Like if you're writing blog posts, you should probably also publish that to your LinkedIn page or your facebook page or those different networks will attract connections yeah maybe a more more in the you know kind of industry specific areas but you know so much now is based on an algorithm things don't get seen is this something where you suggest paying for ads so that this content gets seen like what should like should you make an investment into that type of a, a thing as well when it comes to thought leadership I think that's very
1: valuable. Over time, you want to build uh, that organic traffic Mm -hmm. and you want to build an audience uh, for this personal brand that you're developing. However, that does not happen overnight. No. You need to do it and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. So absolutely, if you want to get this off the ground and get more eyeballs on that person earlier, uh, paid ads are a great way to go. That's a great way to invest in that person and in that concept early on. Uh, get some attention, get some uh, new people in the door. New and eyeballs. New yeah. eyeballs on that concept. And then you can sort of peter that out afterwards mm-hmm. as you're building up your organic content.
0: I think a lot of the questions that I hear from companies that we meet with, um, you know, have to do well, what is an appropriate ad budget and how do I figure that out? And I'll be honest with you. It's different for every industry, different for every situation, different for every social network, like all of that thing plays into this, but we've got the tools and you know, the right people here to be able to dig in, do some research and come back definitively and tell you these are the keywords that are, that we need to be writing content for in your industry. Mm Here's the cost per click. If you're going to buy something like Google AdWords or if you're doing Facebook, like here's the size of the audience that we're suggesting we show this to. Um, And then, you know, also capturing information along the way about the lifetime value of your customer, you know, helps us really tie back. Here's the investment you you have. You're going to have to make to really start seeing that positive return um, on that money that you're spending.
1: Sure. We can give you a much clearer picture of the ROI. And that'll give you the ability to make a better decision
0: on how you want to approach it. Yeah. So many tedious little things to think through. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. But at the end of the day, I think the 10 second takeaway is that if you want to position yourselves to become a subject matter expert in your field, it takes some legwork It takes some effort and it takes a lot of strategy to make sure you're not just wasting your time doing things that aren't going to end up being effective. Yeah, uh, strategy before tactics, always. And we can certainly help you with that. Thanks for listening to the Grow Up podcast. We're back again next week and uh, looking forward to having you join us. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.